done that a couple of times and that's always terrible. <laughs> All right, we've got Ali coming on. All right. So Irimea is in my, my corner of the world up nice and early. <laughs> and Hannah, you're, remind me again, are you in Germany or in Belgium? No, Hannah's with me in the UK. UK. Right. Yeah. Okay. I had a feeling like I couldn't remember where you're at. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Ali. Fantastic <laughs> post, Hannah, about your the LifeWave things. That was brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, Robin. How's your mom? Hi. Um, she's hanging in there. No. Yeah, and your son too. He's doing okay. Oh gosh, he's still not feeling well from the effects, but um, he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. Big big week in the Robin. It's house. a big week. Yeah, yeah. But he's upstairs going through his jewelry. He has a jewelry sale on Saturday, or oh. and he's like, I hope I feel better, good enough to be there. I'm like, yeah, because he has fun doing oh. that. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and Terry from the US, great to have you. Wonderful to have you. Love your questions. And Vicky, hi, Vicky. <laughs> great to see you. Vicky's also in Brisbane. So she's just an hour and a half south of me. So, and then, Aramea, <laughs> how far north are you from, from Noosa? Um, well, at the moment, we're at Caloundra. Oh, you're so at Caloundra. Okay. So you're, on, like, you're like 45 minutes south of me right now. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, you might have to come to Soulfit Dance. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, next year we're moving to Wombai, so even closer. Oh, closer. Fantastic. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right. So we are in week two. Um, so hopefully that extra week to go through week one was helpful. And again, just a big reminder that wherever you are is perfect. And the whole concept of progress, not perfection, is so good for life. And just as long as you're making some movement forward, it's absolutely fine because we know life just comes, comes in, you know, just any, everything can happen. Nothing can happen. Just, it's just life. But as long as we're at least moving a little bit forward, it's absolutely fantastic. And there's this saying that you've probably heard this, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so it's really interesting. Watch how you're approaching the course and what's coming up. Like what happens when you get overwhelmed with it? What happens when you hit resistance? What happens when life happens? Because how you're showing up in the course is usually how you show up in life and also how your prospects tend to show up as well. And so if you can think, okay, when I get overwhelmed, I kind of think, oh my goodness, like you throw the baby out with the bathwater or, you know, you start to feel guilty. I'm not doing enough. So just think, okay, that's how I was in the past. And now I have a new identity that I know progress is the most important thing, not perfection. And if I hit resistance, that's okay. I might need to take a break for a day. I've, I've been doing two courses right now. And there was a day that I hit resistance because I was like, oh my God, this is like just so full on. So I just took a break for a day. And then the next day I felt great again. And so that's, I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, that's kind of my MO. If I get to feel overwhelmed, I know that I may need to take a break, but then I go back in and that's, that's totally fine. What we don't want to do is throw the baby out with the bathwater or feel guilty or feel bad about ourselves because that's going to lower your vibration. And so, and guilt never does anything to serve us ever. Like there's nothing, there's nothing positive about guilt. <laughs> 
Sometimes we need a kick in the yoga pants to get going, but that's not guilt. That's just like a nice little push, you know, with a little bit of humor. So the biggest thing is progress, not perfection. And who said this? Was this? Oh, goodness. It was Susan. She's not here today. Small steps for your big vision. I like that. Small steps for your big vision. Yeah. And Rome was not built in a day. And we often, we over, there's another great saying, I can't remember who said it, but basically sometimes we overestimate what we can do in like six months, but we underestimate what we can do in a year because just that consistency over time. And remember, you are doing such powerful work in this course of shifting your identity, learning how to do network marketing differently. And when you shift, you then are going to be able to help so many more people in the world who then will help so many more people in the world. So you're doing really important work. All these little shifts that you're doing is creating a shift in you, which then trickles out and has a ripple effect in the world. So this is a really important stuff. And the most important work you can do is on your identity because everything we do is based on our identity. And most people set goals based on outcomes that they want that are not consistent with their identity. So you might say, okay, I want to make 50,000 this year. But unless your identity is a person who will make 50,000, you'll just be spinning your plates and getting frustrated. So we have to work on the identity so it actually matches the behavior of someone who makes 50,000, 100,000, a million, et cetera. And this, this is why most people set goals and they it, it doesn't work because they're setting goals for outcomes that are not consistent with their identity. And we want to shift the identity first. If you've ever, you've probably heard of neuro-linguistic programming. So NLP, Tony Robbins made that super, super famous back in the day. And basically what it's all about is that all these things like behaviors and beliefs and skills and capabilities, outcomes, it all goes back to who you are and what you believe. Because from who we are and what we believe, then we think the thought, then we have the feeling, then we take the action. And so these are all after effects. And you literally can shift things. And we don't even have to spend like years and years on this. We can do this in this course very, very quickly, very easily. But it does, the only, it's not, it's not that it's difficult. It just takes repetition, consistency, and emotion. So, and the more you can just, and that's why it's so good to submerse yourself in this course, because you're, every time you hear this, you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like we, we have heard all this stuff that I'm teaching you before, but every time you hear it, you're taking another layer off and you're shifting the internal belief a little bit more. So consistency, repetition, and emotion. All right. And the final thing with this is when you shift your outcome shift and how people respond to you shifts. So your prospects will start up-leveling. Your team will start up-leveling. You're going to attract a different type of person because you are a different type of person. And always remember like attracts like. So if we want a better quality team, better quality prospect, we have to become a better quality person internally. 
all the while, all the while knowing that you're perfect as you are. <laughs> and so you're never thinking, oh, I've got such a long way to go. Cause it's not about that. It's just like, we have to think. And actually I want to, I want to dive into um, Terry's really great question about the money and a belief. So, cause this, this will really help everyone. So Terry's question with the money belief was that what kept coming up is I should be happy with what I have. You know, and that is something so much in our generation, like just be, you should be happy with what you have. There's children starving in Africa. Look at people around the world. They don't have half of what you have. You know, that's just very much in our psyche. And what's, what's really neat. It's, it, there's no truth in that because we, we are creative human beings. We are always going to desire to create more like the universe desire to create more, you know, like you look out at nature, like. A flower doesn't say, I bloomed last year. I'm not going to bloom this year. I should just be happy that I bloomed <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> it blooms like crazy. Yes, I'm going on a vacation this year. <laughs> be happy with my my flowers from, you know, it's, it just doesn't do that. <laughs> exactly. And we go into nature and it's so abundant. It's so prolific. And the tree doesn't worry like, okay, am I taking up too much room from, I'm going to take away from that tree. You know, there's abundance. There's enough for everyone. So, and this is how we rewire beliefs is we, we have a different way of thinking about them. So in, in money beliefs, I don't know if I talked about it in this money beliefs, but one thing you want to think your belief is like a tabletop. And over the years, you have got super strong legs underneath of it. So your belief is so strong because it's got all these supporting beliefs that you have collected throughout the years from your parents from religion, from society, from gurus, from mentors, you know, from me as well, you know, so whatever I'm teaching you is you, you it's going to put another leg. And so anything I teach you too, you know, think, okay, does that resonate true for me? You know, you, you don't want to take things just, um, I mean, I think I'm right, but no, I don't. <laughs> I know I don't have everything right, but you, you want to make sure that the legs that you're putting underneath your table are the ones that you want to put underneath them. Having said that, how we create new beliefs is that's what we do. We go out and look at those legs. And is that true? You know, is that true? And one of the things is if we look at the universe, it is a creative force that is always expanding, always creating a new, always wanting more, always desiring more, you know, and that's, that's what we are as a human. We, we desire more, you know, we desire to create and we're not taking away from anyone. There's always enough for everyone. And that is in our very nature to create and to desire. And you never want to squelch that creation and that desire ever. You know, that's that's what we're here to do is to create desire, create desire. And one of the quickest ways to manifest is actually to be grateful for what we have and desire. So the reason why we were told, told this in the past, just be grateful it's so that we won't desire more, you know, so that's, that's erroneous. And we know that the way to manifest more quickly is to express gratitude for what we have. And so this is a practice that I've taught for years as well. Whenever I desire something, I always start with what I'm grateful for right now. So let's say I want to make 3 million in a year you know, so whatever it is, I want to make a hundred thousand a year. I want to make 50,000 a year, whatever it is. I am so grateful 
for this past year of whatever is for you. And what I desire for this year is, or in a relationship, maybe in a relationship, you want more communication with your partner. I am so grateful that my partner um, helps me with all the chores. And I desire for us to be more closely connected with our communication. Okay, so that's always the quickest way to manifest, to express gratitude for what you have and then express your desire. And often, this and this is what's so is interesting, when we can look at all of society, often some of the, the lies or the myths or the mistruths or the, um, the things that are not accurate do have an element of truth in them. And that's sometimes why we buy it. Because there isn't a, it's not like an element of truth, but there is something we want to take from be grateful. So we do want to be grateful and keep our desire and have our desires as well. So it's not an either or, it's an and. So that could be something you practice this week. Anytime you have a desire come up for something that you want, you know, as simple as, you know, I wish my kids would clean up after themselves. <laughs> I wish, you know, I wish my neighbor wouldn't play their music so loud, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, first of all, okay, what am I grateful for in that neighbor, you know, and I desire that they, they um, have their music not playing so loud. That's actually something that's happening here. And then you can go have a conversation with them, but from that place of gratitude for something that they are and something else that you are desiring. Does that help, Terry? Very much so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely welcome. Absolutely welcome. So that's that's it. It's such a um, important thing for changing our beliefs, but also it's it's the very thing that actually will help us speed up manifest manifestation as well. Let's stay on this topic of beliefs. Does anyone want to share more beliefs that are coming up? Because this is such a, so let me just review to quickly. Module two, authentic inviting. So we'll we'll talk about that in a second. 20 ways to never run out of prospects. Um, lesson three was transform your money beliefs. And number, lesson four was know your numbers. So just let's spend a little bit of time on the money beliefs because beliefs is like hand in hand with our identity. So it's super, super important. Yes, Hannah. Huh. Interestingly, you were saying that we look at the beliefs and we can change them. And so I thought that I have worked on my beliefs uh, around money for a while. <laughs> but obviously, I haven't... I haven't tackled every aspect of it because when it comes to I I don't understand this myself because in my business my consultancy I am successful and there is no doubt about it and I approach it with with this strength and determination and I know that what I'm doing and when it comes to network marketing, it's a totally different game. And it's like, I'm not the same person. Well, of course I am the same person, but my beliefs changed. And I think, well, I need to work my butts off, but 
well, I understand that you need to put hours in, but it's not the same. It's just, it needs to be so hard. That's fantastic. Because I, I would not get anything, anything out of it. And that puts me in a, in a conundrum because, okay, in my consultancy, I do work hard. I've been working hard. I don't, I don't know how else, you know, the concept of you can, you can work and everything, it's easy and comes, just flows and goes and it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This and is- my, my desire, I'm grateful for what I have, but my desire my desire it is to to achieve success in network marketing but with ease with fun and with joy and i haven't experienced any of this just the opposite and that's why probably i I shy away from inviting. Inviting, it's a scary thing because when I started, I just, I said, okay, I'm going in. I had a list of friends and family. I went through that list and oh my goodness. It's like digging a grave for myself going inside and just i've lost so many friends and i've lost confidence and up to up to these days inviting people talking to them about my company it's something that well i'm not doing and we have a rule if you don't invite you don't have a business simple but i'm not giving giving up Mm. there is just (laughs) i'm not i just i just need help yeah yeah and i don't know what kind of help i Mm. need maybe a brain surgery (laughs) (laughs) be gentle please (laughs) be gentle be gentle no you're you're and that's absolutely what this course will do. So we've got you and and everything that you have described, people go through in network marketing. Um, so it's you're not alone in all of this, but it, it actually is a more simple solution than you'll you would think. So let me just backtrack because there's so many great things in this, Hannah. And I know this is something you really want and I can really feel the emotion and you're you're in the right place for this. You are. Yeah. So we'll help you through all of this. Yeah. So thank you for sharing this because how many people have experienced one, if not everything that she has just said? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you're not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. (laughs) So, okay. So one thing I'm going to do to help everyone is to change our language with one thing. And this is something that all of us do. When we say, I want this, but what I want you to change it to is and. Because when we say, but we're negating the thing before. So it's just a small little change, but it will empower you more so. So 
I want to build a hugely successful network marketing business and I want to build it with ease instead of, but I want to build it with ease because then you're negating the thing before. So I want to build an amazing, fulfilling network marketing business with a beautiful team that I love working with. And I want to do it with ease and, and then whatever it is for you. And then also I want everyone to think of your past does not equal your future. So the reason why people come to Soulcraft is you wouldn't come to Soulcraft if your business was perfect. You know, if, if it was like easeful and meaningful and happy and like everyone comes to Soulcraft because there's something in their business that they want to shift. So it's completely fine. So give your permission to feel these feelings. It's not wrong. You're not a failure. It, nothing of that. It's just all of us and me too. Like I, I have coaches as well when I'm struggling in an area of how, how I can see my blind spots. Because we can't, that's the whole thing. We can't see our blind spots. That's why there are blind spots. And so this is what will will help you with it as well. So your past does not equal your future. So in this course, you're going to learn learn all of these things. And there is a different way to do network marketing. There's absolutely a different way to do it. And so you don't have to be busy. You don't have to lose friends. You you know, all of this stuff. You don't have to be on your phone, like Aramea was saying, you know, 24-7. But we do have to learn to be a different way. And also we have to step out of ourselves to out of the busyness of just doing, 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 of to to really like, okay, who am I being and how am I living this business? Because if we just get into busyness. And we're spinning all these plates. Sometimes we're just so much in the doing, nothing changes as well. So you you also want to really kind of step out of yourself to, to look at, okay, how do I want to create this? And you can create this business any way you want it. You absolutely can. And I'm a testimony of that because all throughout building my business, everyone always said to me, you can't do it this way. You can't do it this way. And I was like, I want to do it this way. I want to take it online. I want to live around the world. I want to be having a lifestyle. I want to be teaching dance, you know, like all, all these things, you can build the business that the way you want to. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So the things that we want to work on is our belief in the industry is a, a number one thing. I think everyone has your belief in the product is down. Like you wouldn't be with the company that you're with if you didn't believe in the product. So if you don't believe in the product, that's something you have to look at. But I'm almost, I can probably say 99.999%. Everyone here loves their product. And because that's the kind of people that get attracted to Soulcraft. Occasionally people change companies in Soulcraft, but it's never because of the product. It's always something in the company, you know, something more high level. It's never the product. <laughs> so, so we don't have to worry about the product, although it's very good, like in the five pillars to know why our product is so different. But typically where we run into belief challenges is around the industry and also our self. So those are usually the two things. Of course, in the five pillars, we have product, we have company, compensation plan, industry, and self. So compensation plan, again, is going to be one of those things. It's either, you, you know, you chose it. So it's nothing you can really do about that unless you change companies, <laughs> same thing with the corporate, nothing you can really do about that, but we can work on your beliefs on the industry and self. 
So I like to work on the self as much as we can, because that is going to help you so much. But I find also beliefs about the industry run really deep because this is often where we we hit up against resistance with our prospects because they have beliefs about the industry. And even if we came into network marketing and think this is the greatest thing, other people's beliefs start barbing us. So that's why we really have to look at the industry. So, and I, I think, especially in Soulcraft, doing that early on, as well as working on, on the self. So I would go to the industry first, so we can make ourselves so bulletproof about the industry. One thing, remember, pe people will judge you no matter what. They're just going to judge you, you know, so you might, knowing that, like, Everything we do, pe people are meaning-making machines. If anyone's ever done Landmark Forum, that's the biggest thing I got out of it. We're meaning-making machines. <laughs> we're going to make meaning out of everything. And we're going to judge people. We do it too. You know, we, we just do. So knowing that people are going to judge you, are you prepared to live your life anyway? You know, they're going to judge you no matter what you do. You know, stay in, in just being the consultancy and the business that you've built up. If you just stay in that, they're going to judge you. If you do network marketing, they're going to judge you. But at the end of the day, who pays your bills? Who gets to live your life? You know, who gets to live your health? You know, so we we have to let go of what people think because all of you are way showers. You're in an industry that is still cutting edge. You know, we're still on the the um, the leading edge of thought. Okay, so just like yoga. I remember 25 years ago, people would tell me yoga is never going to be mainstream. It's too fringe. If you don't do <laughs> yoga now, you're kind of weird. <laughs> if you don't meditate now, it's unusual. You know, so network marketing has, in, I would say in the past five years, it's come so far, but there are still some, you know, there's still some negative opinions about it, but it also has come so far. But if you want to live a different life, you have to be willing to beat your own drum. You have to be willing to go against the norm. And that means stopping caring what people think. Now, is that easy? No, because when you are, we're so wired as humans because we don't want to be abandoned. That comes from our caveman days. You know, you didn't want to piss off the tribe because they would knock you out of the out of the tribe and you'd be left in the tundra, you know, so that's really deep seated and our fear of being inadequate. So basically fear of rejection, which is abandonment and fear of being inadequate. Those are our two fears. But our mission needs to be bigger than our fears. And also remember the more courageous you get, the more courageous you are, the more magnetic you become. Because who do we get attracted to in life? Like people who are just out there doing their stuff, not caring what people think, you know, like all these thought leaders, like, you know, no, no matter what you think of Elon Musk, I mean, the guys like just has changed the world, you know, and the same with us, we're on the leading edge. And in order to make a difference in the world, in order to live a life you love and create the life you want. You have to be willing to let go of what people think of you and to face your fears and to be courageous day in and day out. And the more courageous you are, the more magnetic you become.
and knowing that network marketing is one of the things that people get, they have old ideas about, you know, even sometimes the government starts not liking it because people are making their own money. They're becoming more sovereign. They're becoming more free, you know, so there's always a little bit of like, okay, is network marketing good? You know, so there's luckily we've, I mean, Amway really paved the way for us back in the day, you know, but still network marketing is even frowned upon by even like governments as well, you know, so, or, or, um, what do you call it? Like bodies that like look into things to make sure that they're okay. So how I've, I've always kind of dealt with that is that I know that the only way I can create the life I want is to listen to my inner voice, my inner guidance. And I know I'm going to hit resistance sometimes, but I have to keep being true to me because at the end of the day, there's only me when I'm about to die, looking back at my life and saying, you know, what did I do? Did I make a difference? Did I do what I'm here to do? And through network marketing, you can make one of the biggest differences in the world. Because not only do you change your life, but you're helping other people change their life with their money, their health, and their community, their relationships. And I, I honestly, like everything that I've done in my life, the one of the biggest things that made it possible is saying yes to network marketing. Because that enabled me to create wealth, have great health, and really importantly, help others do the same thing. And did I have to grow? Absolutely. Absolutely. But through that journey, that's what enabled me to be to be fulfilled in doing network marketing and then go on to do other things. So it's one of the, the biggest things that you can possibly do. So when we look at network marketing, one of the biggest things that always helped me is that it's just a distribution method. That's all it is. There's nothing, there's nothing nefarious about it. There's when you can everyone remember from um it's in in Soulcraft and it's in when you were probably going through the funnel in, in a different way to get here. So we there's five ways to get a product to the consumer. So we have normal retail, we have telemarketing, we have direct mail. What else do we have? Online sales and network marketing. So word of mouth. That's that's the only five ways to get the product to the consumer. So again, we've got like normal retail, like physical stores online <clears throat> now, okay, which didn't used to be as big, but now it's really big as we know. So, and then you have telemarketing. So phone sales, you have mail sales, and then you have network marketing, affiliate marketing, you know, that whole area of direct selling. So that it's all it is is a way to get the product from the manufacturer to the consumer, just like all these others do that's, but we do it through word of mouth. So it cuts out the middleman. So it's just a distribution system. That's it. And the beautiful thing is the middleman is cut out so that the people who are actually doing the talking get the commissions. Okay. So we don't, typically we don't advertise network marketers don't network marketing companies don't advertise. They do now a little bit, like it shifted a little bit, but the, most of the sales are done word of mouth. Now, what people have an issue with is this whole idea of it being a pyramid, you know, but which we know that that's all organizations. Okay. So 
Um, when you look at the structure, it's just the structure, but we invert it because the person at the bottom can make more than the money than the person at the top. Okay. Like I'm way down my company, you know, like, cause I came in like 10 years after it started. So, and I make more money than my upline. I make more money than their upline, you know, it just goes, but I came in 10 years after the fact. So it doesn't matter when you can come in. So that's, it's not a pyramid. <laughs> in the structure well it is a pyramid but it's not it's not a pyramid it, it doesn't have the repercussions of what they're thinking a pyramid does then the other thing that people have issues with is like well you're going to run out of people like it's not sustainable well if we're going to run out of people no one would go into business apple wouldn't go into business if they were worried you're going to run out of people you know like apple has has sold more phones, then my company has sold products, you know, like, and they're never worried that they're going to run out of people. It's like, it's like erroneous. There's people being born into the world every day. It's people coming onto the internet every day. So you're never going to run out of people. Then the other thing is, well, most people aren't successful. Well, most people aren't successful in business, you know, like 80% of businesses fail in the first five years. It's no different than so it's just whether, and whether someone is not successful doesn't mean you're going to be not success, successful. You know, how many people go to the gym on January 1st and how many people are in the gym February 1st? Do people say that gyms don't work? <laughs> Exercise doesn't work, you know? So what you want to get really good at is these metaphors in your mind, you know, so that you can have humor with it too. And there, you know, it is, it is such a, why I love network marketing. And this is really at the heart of it. I, I shared this on, so, oh, Vicky, <laughs> that's the cutest thing ever. Uh, I shared this on Soul Pro, our, our year-long mastermind. The two things that got me into network marketing was when I read Think and Grow Rich. And it talked about focusing. So rather than having your magnifying glass all over the place. So I've really learned to focus especially in my, my, all my businesses to really focus and not let things distract me because you will never get traction if you're spinning a lot of plates. Okay. And this is so important because every year we get pulled more and more directions. So you literally have to become a master pruner in your life almost daily, you know, where you're, you're saying, no, nope, no, nope, I'm going to let that go. I'm going to stay focused. I've noticed, I mean, I could be more easily focused 20 years ago. Every year it gets harder, even for me. And I'm a master focuser. So just keep that in mind. You need to let go, let go, let go. The other thing you can grow rich was when you help other people get what they want, that is when you will get what you want. So if you help other people have wealth and health and community, that's how you get wealth, health, and community. And network marketing is the ideal way to do that because you help your team and then that helps you. So you, you really want to shore up your belief in network marketing because any, any, any belief or any statement that someone gives you, write it down and then you can either bring it here or do your own research to make sure that that doesn't become a little grain of sand in your shoe because that grain of sand will become a little pebble and then a little stone. And then all of a sudden you've got this boulder on your foot that you're dragging around while you're building your network marketing business. And that's how like a little, something that someone says can get in 
And unless you look at that and say, okay, they said this, okay, why does that bother me? Do I believe this? Is this true? And then you can eradicate, like pull out that weed because otherwise it will stick with you and affect your belief. Yes, Hannah. Interesting what you said. Um, I had I had some issues going on social media and talking. Um, I worked on it. And then for months, I was just um, doing doing videos and I was fine. I felt I felt strong about it. I could Im improve, but we always can improve until something happened and hit me over the head so hard and it was and it was a comment of so I thought my friend that was helping me um, overcome that fear at the beginning when she said I have to be I have to be honest with you and maybe it's not what she said, but how she said it. Mm. I have to be honest with you. You're, you know, you you post those things, but some it just feels like you're doing the takes off, and you need me to help you do the content. And it was like I said, someone is whacking me over the head, and what what happened it was like a ripple effect i just stood back from from doing my content and and creating those videos and now i'm working again to go back and just remove remove those comments but it's hard Mm. And I would you say remove the comments? You mean remove the comments from like in your head, right? Yes, yes, because yeah, yeah, just yeah. that keep working and keep working. And it's, you know, the work that we need to do on ourselves, it's, you know, it's just a continuous work. And I think I put my walls down or I put my guard down and I let I let it to impact me yeah. although today I was thinking well perhaps I should say thank you thank you for what what happened because I can see who is my true friend and who is not but also this is this is these this is the early stages of of me being out there on social media so I can go back there stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I can work on on being more resistant and that you said you know, people will always have their opinions about us and they will always make comments. But if we want to get strong and move forward, we need to just be in and out. Okay, thank you. I acknowledge that, but thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, you, you brought up so many, so many things. Um, 
there's one thing I, it'll, it'll come back, but the first thing I think for everyone is whenever someone says something to us, it's never about us. It's always about them. So for example, if someone is feeling secure in themselves, they're not going to attack somebody else or they're not going to say something negative to somebody else. Okay. When, when we feel loving and we feel secure in ourselves, we don't send out negative message to other people. When someone is having a bad day, when they see something in you that irks them about themselves, that's when people say something. So if everyone can always remember, if someone says something negative to you, it's never about you ever. It's always about them. Thank you. And I'm going to break this down. Yes. yes. Re, and that's, it's so important. And all of you, because this is the type of person that is drawn to soul craft, you're very heart centered, you know, and you're very giving and you, you're very open hearted. So when people say things, it's going to hurt you worse than the normal person because you do have an open heart. So our practice is to keep our heart open because that's a beautiful way to live. Your, your frequency, your vibration is that much more when you're living open-hearted. And we never take anything personally. So we live open-hearted and we never take anything personally because it's never about us, it's about them. Now, you, you can't be a robot because you know when something comes in, it may hurt you initially, and that's okay. You can, oh, that hurt. <laughs> but I also, or, and I also know <laughs> that it's not about me. It's about them. And then also, also, this is a good reminder when, when we notice something and we truly want to help, it's always a good idea to ask the person first, are you open to some feedback about your, your social media platform? Are you open to some feedback about your posts? And then if they say yes, say, you know, what I really love is this, but I was thinking you might also want to consider this. So whenever I have someone do something like that, it, it just, I always think of it, ooh, am I doing that to anyone else in my life? Because it's just a reminder of how to make sure I'm being. And it's always, if I'm going to give input, you know, obviously on here, you guys are asking me for input, so I'm not going to do this on here. But in life, if I see someone, what I'll say to them that I think I can be helpful, but I also, it, it's like not always my place to be helpful, you know? So it's just, if I feel like it, you know, I could offer something, but I always ask permission. Are you open to feedback on your posts? And then if they are, I always say something good first and then something that I noticed but also casing, this is just my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. Okay. And this helps you metabolize what someone else says, because really, if they're just coming to you saying, this is horrible and you should be working with me, there could be an agenda there too. Maybe they're wanting you to pay them to work with them. You know, so you have to also watch why people are saying certain things too. And then, then from there, then I, I will go back to your, your social media posts and then look at them with no emotion and just say, okay, is there anything that in what she's saying, no emotion, is there anything that I could do better? Am I really speaking from my heart? You know, am I maybe promoting my product more than giving free information, but you're looking at it unemotionally, like not making it mean anything about you. 
It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. doesn't mean you're silly. It just means that you're learning. So you want to look at that unemotionally. Okay, is there anything I could do to improve? Ooh, okay, well, maybe I am posting sales messages and I'm not posting value in between. So let me post, and, and you'll learn this through Soulcraft where we always say, you know, post three value posts and then one salesy one, three value posts, one salesy one. And this, the, you had a great question about the Facebook group where, you know, building this Facebook group. And then what you want to be doing is educating and you're selling as well. But it's education, 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 sell. Education, 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 sell. So three education, one sell. Doesn't mean you can't like mention even in the education something, but you're not selling all the time. You're educating and you're you're providing providing value. So so sometimes what somebody says is like the universe saying, "Ooh, look at your social media," but the universe is never going to say, "Ooh, make yourself feel bad." <laughs> it's just going to say, you know, how oh, okay is there something I can look at here. But it's not to make you feel bad or that you're wrong or anything like that. It's just to say, okay, actually, no, it's great. You know, sh maybe should I ask somebody in the, the group what they think? You know, you can always get a second opinion. But we never want to make it mean something that's not supportive to our journey because that just derails us. And anytime we lower our, anytime we feel bad or we feel guilty or, you know, negative about ourselves, it just lowers our vibration, which isn't. Yeah, which isn't isn't going to serve anything. Is is that helpful, Hannah? Okay, is that helpful for everyone? Yes, thank you. Because I really resonated with that, Carmen. Because I got um, I was asking for reviews for my featured practitioner program, and I got some great ones. But I got one who I really had worked really hard on helping lift her. And she wrote back to my email to her saying, well, since my goal was to meet other practitioners and maybe work with other practitioners, but nobody reached out to me, then I can't give you any kind of good review, which, which was funny. Yeah. And, and, and like, okay, that's not actually even what I, the point of it. It's that that was a side effect. And, and so I said, well, I did say one comment, but then I then I just want to was thinking about it. You know, I just thought, well, I can't I don't want to reply real quickly and harshly. So I just sort of left it. I mean, the only thing I said, I said, I said well, did you reach out to anyone? <laughs> but um, but it's good because the way I work is methodically. So I I get something like that. I get hurt right away. But then I just say, well, let's compartmentalize it. Let me think about it. Let me think about like you've just been saying. And but you put it in such words eloquently where um, that is that has helped me a lot. No, learning from you to, OK, it's not about, all about me. It's about where is she coming from? Yes. Yes. And I, I love what you said too, Robin, that it did hurt you. Like we're not going to be robots and these things aren't going to hurt us. Yeah. So, and it's okay to feel that and say, okay, that hurt. And, and then we pivot so that it doesn't. Yeah. But it's, it's really important to feel our feelings and not be like, oh, that didn't hurt me, you know, cause then that just yeah. still stays. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. So it's a very valuable, um, 
training you're doing here with this, because I think we all have, we all get, you're going to be a network marketing, any business, doesn't matter what business it is, you're going to get negative feedback. Some, something. And even if you're any kind of person, you get 95% positive feedback, you're still going to feel something when that little thing comes through. Oh my goodness. And we can look at any company like Dropbox, Apple, you, you look at there where there's any comments. I mean, people get so mad about stuff, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so. especially, especially lately. I mean, you know, past few years. so true. So true. Uh, so yes. So I, I, I think this is really important. And the biggest takeaway is that we are meanie making machines and never to let anything mean anything about you. You know, it's never never about you. There can always be something in there that you can look at, yes. And sometimes not. But even if there is something for you to look at, not letting it debilitate you. Because that's not what it is ever for, you know? And, and even when we think universally, like the universe is not out to like kick you down and kick you in the ribs, you know? It's just sometimes needs to nudge you and have you look at something, but it's never from the aspect of feeling bad about yourself ever, ever, ever. And then uh, Hannah's gone. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll maybe just, I'll end it when she comes back, but then I just want to, I'll, when she comes back, I'll, I'll mention that. But basically when you're learning in, in Soulcraft, all of these things will help you with like how to invite authentically, how to present authentically, how to follow up so that you don't feel like you're annoying people. So we'll go through all of this as well. So that you, again, you're being taught how to do network marketing in a different way. All right, um, how are we doing for time? Okay, so we've got eight more minutes. Is there any belief or in this kind of vein of week two that you'd like to share or an insight? while you're just thinking, oh yes, yes, Robin, yes. I, I do, um, the beliefs, the limiting beliefs, the mo limiting money beliefs. Um, I had a conversation with someone who is, she does mind body training, mind body coaching. And I had never heard this before. I've always heard like you have a, a meme in your head or something in your head, you know, to, and switching that negative to the positive. But she said it works even better if you are going to do that and repeat it to yourself every day, if you have three that are very similar statements, but in just a slightly different way. Mm. So, and, and, and add details to some, like some people say, you know, I want, you know, I want by the end of the year, I'm going to be making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, then she says, well, how about try that? Have that one as one of them, but then say, because of my work on social media and this, I'm going to have, I'm going to find, you know, I have a hundred thousand dollars in my, in my accounts or, you know, just twist it a slightly different way. And she said, and do all three of them. And that gets you out of, I, she said, it just turns on something in you mm -hmm. or it gets your brain wired quicker if you do it that way. And I had not heard anyone else say that all these years. You might have said it and I missed it. 
No, I don't think I've actually said that, but it, it makes sense. You're just saying it like a slightly different way for, because again, we're we're trying to create that that neural pathway, which if you can imagine, the neural pathway is walking on a, a swath of grass, and you yeah. want to keep walking on that swath of grass so it gets worn down. So the more ways you can think about it, that swath of grass is going to get worn down more quickly. So that makes complete sense, but I've never said it that way. So yeah, how can you say your your mantra, like money flows easily to me? I, I'm a money magnet. You know, money loves living with me. Like how many ways can you say that, you know, you easily attract money? You know, or- And she like, said three is a kind of a magic number because it's not so many that you feel like you're going down a whole long list. Mm. Um, but repeat the three, you know, and you'll, and, you know, and you'll get, so you remember them and, and be able to repeat them more. Yes. Yes. And you, you, you literally can memorize those. Like they're, you don't yeah. have, you have to look you can at memorize it. three. You can't memorize a page full of them. I mean, that's <laughs> what I was, the first time I went through Soulcraft, it's like, I started this page and I ended up like page after page of positive money belief things. And it, and it was overwhelming. <laughs> yes. <gasps> So yeah, so that's that's fan fantastic. The other thing that I think is very powerful, and we talked about this on Soul Pro too, is that morning, like what do you wake up with? Like what are your first thoughts? And then what do you go to sleep with? Because that is like if if you think of when you if you watch a show on TV right before you go to sleep, you'll be dreaming about it at night and you'll be thinking about it when you wake up in the morning. So it's so important what we're waking up to and what we're falling asleep to. Mm -hmm. And we know that consistency, repetition, and emotion are what help shift our beliefs. So if you can imagine, so it is December 31st, 2024, let's say, or just choose a, a date, maybe like who was it? I was Ali. You reminded me that my my goals were always like December twenty twentieth because I wanted to do things way before Christmas. <laughs> so it's December twenty first, twenty twenty four, and I have made a hundred thousand. And and then you picture yourself, okay, because I've made that. What does that mean? You know, I'm on holiday in the Caribbean. I've taken my family, like Terry. I'm traveling with my family. So you you want to create the emotion around it. Because that, that is what your subconscious loves, the emotion and the pictures. That's just the language of the subconscious and the universe. And the more you can increase your feel good around the things that you want, the more you start taking actions. And I'm going to keep talking about this, but for now, it's probably sinking into here. Like as we go through Soulcraft, it'll start sinking in, start, start sinking in. And you'll, you'll think the whole thing is I just need to feel good. And then my frequency lifts. I'm like already imagining myself in the life that I want. And I'm, my frequency is high. My identity is changing. I'm going to take the actions necessary. And you'll notice, like you'll get this little, little thing. Like, like I've noticed this because I'm working on a few things and I'll, I'll get this little like, oh yeah, I need to do that. I need to do this. And it's because my identity is changing and my subconscious is like reminding me, you need to do this. You need to do that. So if even put this somewhere, I change my identity through repetition, consistency, and emotion. 
And so literally you want to envision the life that you want as much as possible, especially morning and night, your dream board, et cetera. And I shared this in Soul Pro too, but there's stu they did studies with athletes of the power of the mind. And all of the athletes will always say that visualization and imagination help, help them win their Olympic medals. So they took a bunch of these athletes and they had like half of them work out, like physically work out. And they had the other half just imagine themselves working out for like, I can't remember the time frame, like six weeks or four weeks, whatever it was. The ones that imagined had just as much mass increase, speed increase as the ones that were physically doing the exercises because they were, they were imagining. And you read any athlete's memoir, they always talk about, they visualize and imagine that was like their, their, their number one key to success. Dennis Waitley, who, um, is a oh goodness, he has to be like a hundred now. <laughs> He's like one of the fathers of the personal development industry. And he coached so many athletes and that's his number one tool is the visualization and the imagination. Yes, Vicki. I mean, can you just back up a bit? You, you said we should always be doing something before you went on to the visualization. What were those things? Sorry, I, I missed them. Oh. If anyone wrote them down. <laughs> Oh, was it the the repetition consistency uh, emotion, that one what is it repetition yes. repetition consistency and emotion thanks and the reason this is important is when we're trying to rewire our brain we have to and we can like we know we know we can rewire our brain there's so many books on the past 10 years about this like we know we can but what happens is that as we're trying to start rewiring it Remember that that reptilian part of your brain, the most primitive part, is going to try to keep you safe. So the minute that you're not repeating things, it is going to go back and try to keep you safe in the old way. So this is literally like when you come to a Soulcraft call, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this makes so much sense. You know, then you'll go away. And if you if you don't continue to do this, you'll just go back to what you are doing because the reptilian brain, which you don't even think about, just takes you back to where you're safe. Then you'll come back to this call. You're like, oh, yes, yes, this is it. And then we go back to our old way of being. And it's for all of our good intentions. You know, like I know all of you are sitting here saying, yes, this is it. But unless we do that consistency, repetition, and emotion, our reptilian brain will take us back to our normal way of being. And then nothing changes. And I trust me, if you just do this for the eight weeks, like you stay so committed, it's it becomes who you are. And I think that's why when I was 27 and I was like, oh my God, I cannot even believe this stuff existed. And I didn't even know about it. I threw myself into it. So I literally, and I, I was living in Australia at the time. So I was away from old family, old relationships. So I really could change my way of thinking. I didn't have, you know, other people saying, well, why are you studying that? So in the same way, if you can just really devote your time in this, like as much consistency as much emotion, as much repetition as you can, you will change your identity. And then it's not like you have to look at your dream board. Like now I don't even look at my dream board because it's in my head. You know, it's like in my being, it's in my fiber, you know? So don't think that you, it's kind of like sexy fit. It's not like you have to quit coffee forever, but you get off coffee, you get off alcohol, you get off sugar, you get your body into a healthy place. Then you just reach for the coffee once in a while and, and you don't want it all the time. 
Same thing with this. You do this, it's going to become part of your identity and you don't even have to do this all the time because it's just who you are. But you have to go through that process just like you would exercise, just like you would do anything. So yeah, consistency, repetition, emotion. And let it be easy. Sometimes we think this is going to take forever. Say to yourself, I can change. I can change my identity quickly. And Hannah, just um, to, and we'll end because we're, we're, we're at eight o'clock. Well, we're at the hour. It's not eight o'clock for most of you. <laughs> Everything that you're wondering, like, how do I invite authentically? How do I present? How do I follow up without annoying people? We'll teach that all to you in Soulcraft. So I think the, the biggest thing for you is to make sure your, your beliefs about the industry are good and your beliefs about yourself are not marred by anyone else because you're beautiful as you are. You've been successful in what you've done before. You will be successful in this with your beautiful personality, with who you are. You're going to be able to show up authentically who you are without apology. And if some friends, I mean, I did lose some friends when I started as well, but you know, like they weren't really my friends if they were going to, you know, I mean, maybe if, if we're like being super obnoxious, we can change how we are, but I don't think you're being obnoxious. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't really see you. Being <laughs> I mean, I did learn to change how I approach people for sure, but I really believe that the people, if, you know, if they're meant to be your friends, they're going to be your friends. Network marketing yes. is going to, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're perfect as you are. And all of you, you're going to be able to develop your network marketing business from your authentic self doing what you're here to do. And that that's my vision for you because it's no use doing network marketing if you if that's not what you're going to be able to do because who wants to do something that's separate from who you are and who you're here you're what you're here to do. Yeah. Your your big precious life is worth so much. You know, it's yeah. All right, let's end it there cuz I could go on and on and on. Thank you <laughs> Terry, thank you Hannah, thank you Robin, thank you everybody. What what is most personal for you is helps everybody else. Okay, so bring everything here. Never worry it's too personal because it's actually will help everybody else as well. And when I coach one person, it's for everyone. So thank you, thank you. All right, let's take a quick picture. Beautiful souls. All right, one, two, three. And then our crazy one. Are you ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I know the veterans are like, okay, what else can I do? <laughs> what new we are creative creatures? So let's let's see. <laughs> oh, all right, bye everybody. I love you so much. We'll see you on the forum, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>